Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast featuring your host, Superfly, with my co-host, Danny Daybar's Open. What's good, man? What is good, my dude? Happy to be here, healthy, alive, employed, knock on wood. So that's definitely a, a good thing for sure. How's your, uh, how's your week going? It's been good so far. Um, like always, I feel like Wednesday nights are kind of my time to look forward to the weekend since I'm closer to, to that than, than not. Um, it's been a busy week. I feel like now I, as I reflect on like working from home, it, it really doesn't feel like the amount of work I do has decreased one bit. If anything, I'm like kind of nervous uh, each day, like similar to what you were talking about before. Now I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I have a presence so these motherfuckers don't fire me. Bro, that's my that's my presence every day. Like, so what I've started doing in my April goals is I, I try to meditate like once a day. And like, dude, when I see myself going down this super like nonchalant rabbit hole, I'm like, where I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like I can just chill, watch some TV. I'm like, bro, you need to work three times as hard to make sure these motherfuckers have no idea, like the like to not even think about firing you, bro. So yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, they're definitely getting the best out of me right now. For sure. But on the same token, um, there's times where since they did slash our pay and everything, I'm just like, why do I need to bust my ass right now for something that's really not that important in the grand scheme of things? But they obviously don't look at that, look at it that way. Like we're somewhat corporate slaves at the end of the day. So. Oh, we are corporate yeah. slaves, bro. Hundred percent. You're 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 a slave to whatever gives you the income to fucking provide for yourself and you know survive. Yeah. So, um, bro. Which again, I know we're gonna get to some theories in a bit, but like as you as like we get more and more cabin fever, and this episode's actually gonna be called uh, episode twenty five, cabin fever. Um, dude, as we are in our apartments long, our houses longer and longer, bro. You start thinking of other all these reasons and like, is there like some fucking min- like malice in these fucking you know and all of this happening bro and you wonder like is this just like them showing you how like you're so dependent on the system right and if you're not if you don't have a check then what happens to you just get fucking like you're you're useless like bro it's uh it's a pretty fucking crazy time right now man. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um yeah we could get into to theories later on i have a couple of things i want to bring up but it does really make you wonder like is all this necessary like i just saw my family or a couple family members uh we are debating whether or not it, it was safe to do it we're like well as long as we don't have symptoms and don't like hug each other and touch each other then we'll probably be fine um especially thinking about like when i've ever had the cold or the flu or whatever it was never a question of like you know, are you gonna come over? It's like, yo, just don't fucking share my cup. Don't give me a handshake and we're good. Whereas now it's like, you gotta be miles away from me. Otherwise I'm beating your ass or like calling the cops. <laughs> and like, don't even think about giving me a fucking handshake. Yeah, Pound. like people just get aggressive. Which is funny because I've seen videos of people getting angry over the six feet thing and they just lose their minds and they end up breaking that rule and like choking the person out. <laughs> which is uh, an unfortunate way for things to to pan out. But I actually visited my dad uh, this past weekend with a couple of my brothers. And literally a day later, my brother texts us and he's like, I don't know if I'm tripping or what, but I 
I just got the chills and I have a fever the whole like nine yards. Oh, and shit. Obviously, we were freaking out because we we're like, we don't want coronavirus. If he had it and we just saw him, like the chances are high. We have it too. Um, fortunately, he hasn't had shortness of breath, which I think is one of the unique symptoms to COVID-19. But the but... weird thing is, and again, I, I, I hope to God he doesn't have it, but the mm -hmm. weird thing is that he can also have it or you can have it. I can have it with no symptoms fucking whatsoever, which yep. is fucking like most bizarre shit. Yeah. And that was the thing I thought of too. I was like, well, damn, what if I do have it and I'm just not going to feel this the same way for like seven days or at all? So that was terrifying, but he got tested today, but it's only going to take, I mean, it's going to take two to five days for results to come back, um, which is yeah, crazy. That, that sucks, bro. That fucking like needle yeah. down your fucking nose. Mm -hmm. like, oh. And I heard it's not even like a real test either. It doesn't, it's kind of results that might imply you have it, or at least that you don't have the regular flu. And that's like how they determine if you have it. It's not like this super accurate thing where they're like, okay, this is the exact strain and everything that you're being infected with. It's like, oh, you have this, you know, amount of blood yeah, cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were, so again, not to get into the theories or anything too fucking much, but they were saying that as of right now, why some people are, um, aren't that trustworthy of the numbers coming out right now, of all the deaths and cases is that the CDC kind of told all these hospitals like, all right, COVID has X, Y, and Z symptoms, but if anything's relatively close to that and not the flu, we need you to mark that down as COVID as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, that's, if I have the flu or if I have something else, like you can't just put it all into one. And I think apparently that's what most hospitals are doing when they're reporting back to like the, the CDC. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's crazy because Shit, if you write down those symptoms on Google, it'll tell you you might have everything from stress to like HIV. And there's like no way to fucking figure any of that out without like getting tested for every single thing. Bam, I'm going to tell you right now. And again, I'm probably going to expose myself right here. Dude, when I was single and in uh, your, I didn't, well, I didn't tell Sarah this, like your girlfriend. But when I was a single at like University of Miami, bro. Anytime I had a sexual interaction with any female, yeah. I would go to fucking like WebMD to just Google some shit and I'd be like, bro, I'm fucked. Like I had to have <laughs> AIDS, syphilis, herpes, chlamydia, like I got everything, bro. Yeah. And it ends up just being like absolutely nothing. So like, nope. dude, if you have any symptoms, go to a doctor, bro, because dude, like it's, you will list, like, yo, if you Google headaches, it's like, well, it could be a tumor. It could be 5G towers. I'm like, bro, which one is yeah. it? <laughs> I remember when I, so I, in high school, uh, I hooked up with this girl. And the next day, I want to say, I started like having these weird coughs and just feeling, you know, off. And then I, I went into my mom's room to like ask her a question about something. And on the TV, it just so happened, it was like some, uh, news anchor talking about HIV symptoms and it was like you know HIV victims have reported like an onset of unusual coughs or something and I was like oh fuck I'm I'm dead like yeah you have it like in your mind, dude that, that same shit happened to me bro so I remember it was sophomore year in college bro I went to the bank all right like this is like when you had to go to the bank to, like deposit a check or blah 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 I go to the bank the woman in front of me is in fucking tears okay and she's like my son 
Um, we had to induce him in a coma. He had migraines for a week. They found out it was a tumor. Bro, how I start having migraines 30 minutes later, and then I fucking have migraines for the rest of the night, and then I convince myself, bro, you heard it. It's a sign from God. Bro, I was in the yeah. ER for fucking six hours, and just for them to do a fucking CAT scan and say, you're fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, you can convince yourself about anything. That's why I, again, knock on wood, I'm grateful that I've never had massive, I had two days of being sick, but that was more just from like the traveling and the stress of my mom passing away. May she rest in peace. But like, I never had like, all right, seven days of fever, shortness of breath. Bro, if I ever had those symptoms in this current time, I think I would lose my fucking mind, bro. Like, yeah. I would legit be like, bro, I am going to die. And, and that in itself, being fucking trapped at home, will lead you down a fucking terrible rabbit hole because, bro, like, like apparently this shit really fucks with your psyche if you have it. Mm -hmm. So you got to be in the most positive mindset and, like, talk yourself into being this shit because, yeah, apparently, yeah, like, if you get this shit, man, like, I, you know, um, I don't know if you watch CNN ever, but Chris Kumo, the, uh, the the brother of the governor of uh, yeah. New York, he had it. And he was um, like talking about like on CNN, like, yo, he would have the most vivid nightmares and how like it was making him depressed. And like, so bro, I can't even imagine if I was sick and right now, I, I, I would fucking be losing my fucking mind. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so your brother, brother finds out tomorrow? Either t I, by Friday, I, I would assume. Okay. Um, and it's tough to say i mean i tried to comfort him and be like yo i literally had the same symptoms in november that he's having which is just chills fever can't sleep shitting your pants feel like you're dying um so i was like yo just remember like we don't have all the facts most of the people that are dying appear to have already weakened immune systems or older or whatever like that's what i'm gonna say bro like you're yeah. you're, you're obviously your brother's so young as fuck like mm -hmm. is he like healthy works out all that stuff yeah, for the most part. Yeah, bro. So I mean, oh. I mean, not to obviously assume, but like, to be like completely like nonchalant about this shit. Yeah. But I mean, that that pretty much is like the status quo. Like, if you're in good shape and like healthy, mm -hmm. you're gonna be fine. Like, yeah, you're gonna he's gonna be fine, man. But uh, again, I mean, prayers for him, bro. Because I know I'm sure mentally he's like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, for sure. But I also think to your point, you know, like how you'd be freaking out and stuff. I think a lot of people underestimate um just like how your mind state and mental well-being could impact how your body functions too like if you're stressing yourself out and shit i'm sure your body will have a much harder time fighting whatever it is that it's fighting bro so that's dude so that's again so we keep putting this shit off but <laughs> that's one of the theories we should just call this shit conspiracy audio theory like <laughs> for like the next three weeks dude so one of the things that i sent you today is that why people are against like social distancing is because if you're healthy but like if you have a so meet you and i healthy immune systems thank god in shape people blah, blah 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 so the fact that we're now being told stay inside right so one you're losing vitamin d which is a vital source of everything right like you're not getting any sunlight blah 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 so that's gone so that's that that in itself is weakening your immune system and then being isolated in a fucking room for the majority of your day is another detriment to your immune system 
um, overall, right? Because you're not getting the movement you need, and then it starts fucking with your head. So, like, social, I, again, I, I don't agree with the people who are protesting in the street if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. But, dude, the more and more you start looking at certain things, it's like, damn, bro, like, this social distancing may start having a, a bigger negative than an actual positive. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know all the facts. I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit. But if you just, from a logical point of view, it's like, bro, I'm not getting any sun. I mean, yeah, I work out for 45 minutes a day, but I'm not really moving around. And then I'm also fucking mentally trapped, not only in my mind, because I'm fucking paranoid, but then I'm also literally trapped in the fucking room. You know what I mean? That shit can, like, I can see how that shit fucks with someone's immune system. And then and then you end up getting a fucking shitty immune system as a result. And then you happen to get into contact with someone, and now you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole fucked up cycle. My friend actually went to... Um... I don't know if you're familiar with Lake Tahoe. I think it's pretty, pretty well-known area, but yeah, well-known. I've never been yeah. personally. I mean, it's just like a secluded little, like woody mountain town, basically. Um, my friend, even though he wasn't technically practicing practicing social distancing, he decided to go on a road trip by himself, like literally go into the woody woody area and away from people to snap a couple photos, clear his mind, whatever. He tagged lake tahoe in his instagram i'm not sure why maybe he, it was just an oversight or he just wanted to document it i don't know uh but apparently there's people in the town who are actively looking at recent tags of lake tahoe and just like harassing people for coming through town uh so a bunch of people were like yo fuck you stay home like you people only think about yourself i think there was a couple racist comments in there he's black um but it was crazy to just see how like angry these people got uh especially i think considering that he wasn't like you know frolicking through the streets where everyone else is it was clearly a picture of him like with nobody around complete isolation but like yeah and i see people on my block fucking running up and down the street you know two feet apart jogging and shit i'm like what my guy this is no exaggeration so i run three times a week i try to figure out i'm still trying to figure out the right time Bro, every time I go for a run, I am dodging people because everyone is fucking outside walking their dog, walking the kids, running, bicycling. I'm just like, bro, where the fuck have you people been these past like, because like, what is this? Yeah. So yeah, bro, it's, there was like a funny meme where it's like, you know, lockdown sucks. You know, everything's closed except, you know, going to the grocery store or going to Walmart or going to Target or going to get your car fixed or going to get some uh, some weed at the weed store. Like, like everything is still fucking open, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird thing we're dealing with. I don't get it. Like, pick a, pick a side. Dude, but what's funny, and again, so, um, so I, don't, I don't know if you know, uh, you've seen or you've noticed, so the numbers in India and Africa as a whole are very low as far as deaths from this shit, okay? Mm-hmm. So I was speaking to a family friend. Uh, it was her birthday. She was like my mom's like best friends. I wanted to you know, show love. Um, apparently, there's like a vaccine they gave. They give you in India and Africa like at a very early age, which is like been been like amazing in just fighting this shit. So if you got it, you've never, never, no one's really been afraid of this. Like the people who are dying are the people who can't afford you know, who weren't born in hospitals and just like, you know, they're just out there, right? And, and you yeah. know, or so they already have a weak immune system from not eating well, malnourished, all that stuff. But they were saying like, yo, in Africa and India, like, the reason, one being that it's so hot, um, and then 
another reason being that it's uh, that they have these like vaccines that they're all given as kids to help them just fucking combat anything. I think it's mainly for like malaria. Malaria, but that yeah. Itself is like helping them fight whatever other like viruses may come in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but bro, so I was asking her. Um, I was like, yo, so like, do you still go to like get groceries? And she's like, no, 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 no. We're not allowed out. Period. Yeah. So every grocery store is on a uh, delivery basis, bro. You call them, they, you tell them what you want, and they bring it to you, bro. So they, so there's three forms of disinfectant out there, bro. So when they get it off the shelves, they disinfect it. When they deliver it to your gate at your apartment or house complex, they disinfect it again. And then once it gets to your actual door, your maid or housekeeper disinfects that all the plastic again, bro. So like, damn. Dude, India is dude, India. Again, it, it's it's funny how these developing nations mm-hmm. are like not fucking around, and we're here like, well, open Georgia. It's not a big deal. Open a barbershop. I'm like, bro, like what? Like what? Yeah, yeah it's crazy when you mention that because yeah, a guy I work with who's based in India, he was saying the same thing. He's like, I literally haven't left. Dude, and dude, they're not even allowed to go for walks. Like yeah. at least in my like at least in my mom's complex because she was like my mom's neighbor. Like, bro, you're not allowed to go for walks. Like, no, like, like, yeah. like they have not been outside, dude, like at all. Like the only like interaction they have is like they go on the balcony every night at 630 and just like start playing music and like, you know, yelling at the people across the way. But, <laughs> bro, people are not going outside. It's not like, well, let me go to my girlfriend's house because we both don't have it. And I'll drive back. It's like, no, yeah. no, 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 bro. Like, that's, <laughs> you're staying. It's yeah. just locked down. Like. Well, shit, I commend them for, for not going crazy because I thought we had it bad. Yeah, dude, not going crazy, but then also just think about, like, putting people... Again, so this is where we go and it's like, is it really that bad or is it not? But, like, they're putting... In their mind, I'm assuming they think, like, the government thinks this is the worst shit that's ever happened to the world. So, fuck the economy. Like, India's already a fucking developing nation. Like, so, mm-hmm. like... They're really fucking their economy right now by like keeping everyone in yeah. for like a month and a half. But they're like, bro, it, it like I'd rather have people alive and we'll figure out the money later. Like so Yeah. It's uh it's dude, it's fucking crazy times. Again, I think we're both extremely fucking blessed to be able to work from home. Um I was just telling you before we got online, like my company just announced that, hey, we need the managers to step up and do things that their consultants would do. I'm like, bro, that's what I have to do to keep my job. Say less, sir. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I'm sold, bro. So, yeah, uh, no beef whatsoever there. Um, all right, man. So let's get into a couple more things that before we uh we get back to conspiracy theories and uh you know other shit we've been hearing in the news lately. So obviously, audio theory, nice bit of music we like to talk about. So, what do you feel about? Because it kind of goes with the whole like the new norm. You know, people aren't going on concerts uh, on tours anymore. Um, I mean, they've been saying that a lot of, you know, a lot of artists, we mentioned before, a lot of artists just are struggling because, you know, they really depend on that tour money to make their money. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with, again, Travis Scott's a fucking billion, like not billionaire, but a, a millionaire making great money. But he's the one who's being the first to like do like a, was it like a Fortnite concert almost? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he's technically not the first artist, but first rapper, I think. First rapper. Okay. Yep. So Marshmallow. I, I actually experienced this while when I used to play Fortnite like a year ago. Um, it was so random, but Marshmello held a concert in game, and it was like his actual character. It looked like him, the DJ oh. dude. 
Okay. And he played, um, I don't think the song was new at the time, but it was still like a live concert. And I was chatting with my friends at the same time on, in Fortnite. And we were like jumping around shooting shit and stuff while the concert was going around. So it was actually a pretty dope experience. So I think I would assume the Travis Scott one is going to be uh, a similar thing. Yeah, I mean, again, that's and it's just another way to make money. Um, so I don't know if you, dude. I was one of the few minorities that didn't see the Teddy Riley and Babyface thing. Did hey. you watch that on Versus? Nah, and mainly because I'm not too familiar with their music. At least I don't think I am. So for me, it wasn't. I wasn't just interested in setting aside the time to be fucking holding my phone up for an hour. Dude, but that shit like broke Instagram for a while because everyone uh -huh. like it dude, it, it felt like every single minority was watching that shit. Like yeah, I was just like, bro, I'm good. Like I don't really give a yeah. fuck about I just kept seeing the memes. That's what got me interested. It was apparently they tried setting it up like multiple times, but yeah, they tried baby doing faces connection or something. Yeah, well Teddy Riley, so what I saw from the highlights, excuse me. He was trying to do like he had like a full like orchestra behind him like he wanted to like do like an instrumental version of this shit and uh -huh. like none of it worked so it was like bro like just right. play a fucking song hit play and then let the other guy hit play and like keep it yeah. moving yeah apparently like the room wasn't built for that or or just yeah. the phone can't capture that levels down or something but dude like what do you feel about that being the new wave of how people like start making money because again like they're saying in LA and New York, they're not gonna have concerts until like almost the summer or spring of 2021. You know what I mean? If that's really the fucking what? case. Yeah, dude, that's that's oh. what I heard. Like the LA it's mayor awful. came out and said that like, be, there, there won't be any, oh, sorry, the fall of 2021, um, which is still fucking forever away. Um, so how do you feel of like, if that's gonna be the case, do you think like this is like these artists are just gonna have to find new creative ways just to you know keep an income stream coming? Because again, yeah. from streaming, I know you, you we said last week the numbers are up, but they don't really make money from that shit. You know what I mean? Wait, like, fall of twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Fall of twenty twenty one. Shit, which is worse. That's a long ass time away. So that means Coachella's canceled, or is it just LA County or? Uh, again, dude. So this is what they're just. This is not like a, it's in the law. This is just like him thinking out loud. Hey, we're okay. probably not gonna have yeah. anything until the fall of 2021. That'll, that'll literally. That's one of the most disappointing things that could probably make me genuinely sad more than fucking losing my job. Um, damn. Yeah, I mean, in terms of making money, I don't know. I feel like they are gonna have to do these like virtual partnerships and stuff. But at the same time, it's no one's not everyone's gonna be able to do like a Fortnite sponsorship so i think it's gonna get to a point where like twitch and these other platforms have like integrate cash app don donations and stuff if they don't already do that yeah, yeah. or like or similar to like what these only fans chicks have been doing forever you know you gotta pay 10 bucks to enter this like exclusive live stream of you know uh showcasing a new song or something like i would pay five bucks if if I don't know, Drake was like, yo, I'm gonna release, you know, this single an hour earlier to everyone or something, or not an hour, but like a, a week or two earlier than everyone else. Yeah, kind of like you know, Nipsey charging like $1,000 for a mixtape. Yeah. So I, th I, yeah, I feel like they're gonna have to get creative in some way. And it'll be interesting because we're so accustomed to getting everything free. So 
they might have to start charging for stuff that we normally would get for free like or just not worry about like you know exclusive singles you know earlier than other people or whatever yeah and then i would even say like the sponsorships too right because like i know um there's a lot of platforms that are doing these like uh like virtual concerts and like they're sponsored by everybody so mm. maybe that sponsorship money is also going to like the artists yeah that's true yeah, I mean, because I feel like the setup is nothing. Like, you're not really paying for a setup. Like, you're not paying millions of dollars for fucking real estate. You're just mm -hmm. fucking paying. Like, you're just saying, hey, come on live, use this background, and DJ for perform for an hour. Yeah. The shit's being sponsored. Like, every major sponsor you would ever see, like our Rolling Loud Coachella, is also sponsoring these events. And maybe that money's going to go directly to the people performing more as opposed to the people organizing it. Yep. And I feel like it's mainly going to hurt the rappers who who are spending just as much money that's coming in so i'm sure there's rappers who were making only five grand a show who are probably gonna be all right and then some rappers who make a hundred grand a show but spend fucking 80 grand a, or 90 grand a month who are gonna be fucked yeah yeah exactly it's, it's, it's what your lifestyle is or has been but yeah dude it's um it's it's definitely not i wouldn't say it's trying times but it's just a very I'm just so excited to just understand what the new norms are going to be. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, just saying, like, all right, cool. Like, I'm cool with, like, hey, things are going to change. But, like, how? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how is it going to be different? Like, dude, like, because, like, like you, dude, like, we have a love for seeing live performances, bro. Like, that makes me really fall in love with an artist. If, like, all right, the music's cool. I listen to it. But when I go see it, like, all right, how, where does it take me? Do I, am I as impressed or am I more impressed with something? So, yeah. um... Yeah, dude, not going to a concert for fucking a year and a half would be would be fucking shitty. Yeah, for sure. That'll be a one hell of a depressing year because that's like something I want to do at least at least once, but multiple times for sure. Yeah, dude, I would say if if I don't see at least three live performances in a certain capacity on a yearly basis, that's a shitty year. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like. Like, other things could happen in my life, but, like, if I don't even see, go see, like, a DJ set, like, at fucking in Miami, like, even that gives me fucking energy. So, like, yeah. to tell me that even that's never going to happen again, and then at some point, again, if we're fucking in the same exact spot come July, like, even these IG Live, which are popping every night, are going to get stale. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And you're like, bro, I don't want to fucking watch this shit again. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting the first few weeks, and then over time, I'm like, okay, this isn't like that novel of an idea anymore it's just a bunch of random chicks twerking and idiots in the comments same battles i'm just i'm kind of over it at this point unless someone comes up with like a new method yeah no i agree or they just start getting like uh, absolute fucking heavyweights to battle and then yeah. you're like ah that'd be cool yeah. um because I, I mean apparently versus those numbers so i think that's uh that's uh curated through swiss beats and uh timberland and bro, their numbers, dude, the people logging on to see that shit is fucking insane. So kudos to them to I mean if they're making money off this shit or is just, you know, keeping music alive. Um, but I mean, again, there, there has to be a way to, to monetize that because you're, I feel like you're going to have to, bro, because again, no one makes money off music streams. Like unless people are actually buying your shit, like mm -hmm. no one is fucking, no, no one, like you're not making money off that shit. For sure. Um, 
All right, bet. So speaking of fucking heavyweights, though, um, and this is news that really just came out over the past 24 hours as we record this on April 22nd. France Montana, your boy, <laughs> had the audacity to say that he, again, he really didn't go too in on it, but I guess once they asked him, he really then doubled down. Uh-huh. He said he has hits for days and that he'd be willing to even battle Kendrick Lamar and would beat Kendrick Lamar in a hit-for-hit battle. When I saw that, I was like, okay, this is like... He's trying to be 50 Cent and Troll and just doing it horribly because, first of all, why would he pick Kendrick? I feel like he's just like, okay, who's one of the hottest rappers that I know this statement will um, piss everybody off because I included him in it? Like, I mean, he has some hits, but I can... I think most people can name the ones that come to mind on one hand only. And then two, uh, most of them include features and he just knows he's not as good as Kendrick. So I'm I'm like, why would he say this? And he just wants to stir controversy and we're talking about him. Instagram's talking about him. I don't see any other reason why he would believe this is a fact. The only yeah, way, no. I just know he's he would want Kendrick to agree to it just to get himself more views by clout chasing 100 percent. like this is like this is i mean to me it's trolling um and then if he actually believes this shit he's fucking delusional in my point of view and mm-hmm. again i've gone on rants about um about french montana in the past only because i didn't like the way his rollout for his last album when we spoke about this before in the episode on on, on the podcast where mm-hmm. on um on was it i don't know the name of the album but um the last one where like he like he was he was praising himself for going like platinum but it's like bro you had singles on that album that fucking came out almost two years ago so it just counts as you went platinum but like the rest of this album is fucking horrendous so like like don't like don't hide behind your fucking previous accomplishments but um as far as numbers though as far as hits kendrick lamar has eight top 10 billboard hits and french montana has two as far as entries in the top 100, hot 100 on the billboard, Kendrick Lamar has 48 and French Montana has 17. And yeah. then I really wish I had the number of how many of those 17 songs he's just really featured on. Right. And the numbers don't lie. So when I saw that stat, I'm like, pure, this is pure evidence that he's fucking trolling because the numbers uh don't lie and i think everyone agrees that kendrick's a better artist regardless so it's like what are you really doing other than trying to you're bored as fuck and want attention on Dude, instagram bored as fuck and like again i i think he's got he he took a couple of i think like a year or two hiatus like he was doing a lot of like um like giving back to the community like in africa morocco and all that stuff so kudos to him but bro, like he also like in this current hip hop world, like you need to be relevant all the time, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're if you're not like an A1 artist, so uh, I mean, again, I say J. Cole, you don't say J. Cole, but if you're like a J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick, Jay-Z, Kanye, you can come and go as you please. Yeah. We're still gonna be begging for the material. Yeah. Bro, if you're pretty much everyone else, bro, if you go away for a couple of months, we forget about you. So yeah. It going away for so long i think he's just trying to fucking figure out ways that he can stay relevant mm-hmm. but i mean that's why with the whole 50 cent thing like you know three months ago when they were beefing 
I mean, I feel like that benefited Prince Montana more because we were just talking about him. Yeah. But, like, I don't, like, again, like, I don't, no one's really fucking checking for him at festivals. Like, dude, me and you at Rolling Loud, I know Pong were like, yo, is Fred's going to be performing? Like, it's like, bro, I'm going to yeah. fuck. <laughs> right. No, I think, to go back to the J. Cole thing, I think he's A1. Um, but I think, um, I think certain crowds, like, people who like who are like obsessed with Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi and shit for whatever reason J. Cole's music kind of goes over their heads it isn't resonate. like they don't want to hear it similar to like Lupe Fiasco who I don't think has to do any of this uh clout chasing because they kind of have their like cult fan base that yep. doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks whereas French Montana I don't think he has uh to your point that fan base that would be ride or dies if he disappeared like no, no one dude, his, so this is what i knew that like he's in my books fell off right because dude i'm not gonna lie when unforgettable drop with sway lee bro that i think that one song went like 10 times platinum so mm-hmm. kudos to both of them but then he didn't drop anything really of like substance since yeah. bro and then he came back two years later like this past year with a single with him cardi b and post malone yeah bro you are chasing a hit so bad if you have those two features on your song, bro. Because yeah. there's nothing about French Montana when I'm like, oh yeah, him and Cardi B and Post Malone will sound fucking amazing together. And uh-huh. it didn't, bro. It was a fucking like quintessential fucking cookie cutter. Let's try to make a rap hip hop, like yeah. a rap fucking hit. And it didn't fucking work. Yep. So you know he's been, he's just, to your point, he doesn't have a cult following, bro. He's like, all right, he does have hits. Like, he has dope features, like Pop That, um, Stay Scheming. Like, bro, he's a part of very iconic hip-hop songs. But those are just songs that, are, if they come up, you're like, oh, that's cool, man. That's a really dope song. As opposed to, like, a Kendrick Lamar where you're, people are like, yo, the whole album's a fucking hit, bro. Like, I think for Damn, every single song on that album entered the top 100, bro. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I know every time I revisit that album, I'm like, damn near every song on this was a hit. Dude, it's like, yeah. And like, it's all it's him. Like a club anthem, but it's like a song of fucking like substance and fire. Yeah. So, yeah, I think French was smoking. So then how do you like, so a lot of people obviously jumped in and then Young Thug jumped in the, the hardest saying like, bro, are you out of your fucking mind? And then what I didn't care for is... Again, if you if French Montana really believes this, bro, double down. Say, bro, I stand by this, blah, 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 blah. Right? That's like the yeah. Kobe mentality. Like, bro, I am the best. I'm going to go out the best. But, dude, his response to Young Thug was almost to, like, gay shame him and be like, yo, you're out here wearing skirts. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, bro, that's what yeah. we're resulting to, bro? Like, that's your comeback? That's, yeah, that's retarded. That's that's what someone does. Does. That's what someone does whenever they're losing an argument is they just come, they uh, exit the what the topic was originally about and just start insulting you like, well, fuck you, yeah, bitch. Like, you're like, ugly anyways. Yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> when you're having, like, I remember like in, uh, in like third grade, where, like I'm face to face with someone having like a heated argument and like, ooh, your breast stinks. I'm like, bro, yep. what the fuck? That's not <laughs> what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to divert the attention to something random. Yeah, dude, like, he legit posted on Instagram, like, a picture of him in a skirt and then a picture of him, like, wearing lipstick and, like, blowing a kiss into the camera. And I'm like, bro, like, at no point did this conversation need to go, like, to, like, a gay shaming or, like, homophobia. Like, bro, like, 
it's 2020, bro. We got way bigger problems to worry about. Like, we're worried about you really thinking you're better than Kendrick Lamar. Like, yeah. why are you talking about him wearing a skirt? Like, right. And we've seen those pictures as far as I can recall. So, yeah, dude. Um, and, like, again, and I'll put this shit out there because I remember our 2020 vision. I was all in on fucking Thug. I'm like, bro, if we do a versus hit for hit battle, Thug and French Montana, this shit's not even close, bro. Oh, like, yeah. Like, dude, Thug's last album alone would fucking mop up whatever French Montana's put out in the past, like, 10 right. years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, again, this seems like a very much, like, not a 50 Cent move, because like, I feel like when 50 Cent used to troll people, like, he would end up on top. Like, even though he was acting crazy, he mm -hmm. still, like, I don't know, he just, he always, like, it felt like he always won, except, yeah. like, the Kanye thing. But, like, this one is, like, bro, like, you're trolling, but it's more like, are you fucking crazy? Like, do you actually, like, believe this shit? Because, like, yep. we don't, bro. Like, we, we don't believe you whatsoever. Yeah. I think it's because with 50, we don't, we, it's more entertaining like in nature and it, we like kind of feel like he doesn't need to do it he's just doing it because that's the way he is whereas with french it seems like he's trying really hard to get attention really hard bro like whereas really 50 hard. cent just seems bored like let me just make fun of this dude because i can kind of thing. yeah yeah let me call diddy like a faggot because i, yeah. I want, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no thursday and i'm bored. me and diddy are friends but fuck yeah. it, i'm just I'm a faggot like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right that's good all right, so before we get to a couple more things, I know some music, new music dropped this past week, uh, including Playboy Cardi, uh, the Baby's EP. So, bro, like, I mean, we can probably get into Heat of the Week in a moment, but as far as, like, those new music drops, um, did anyone pique your interest? Did you enjoy one more than the other? Did you just not, like, you know, tell me your thoughts. Wait, who'd you say besides uh, Playboy Cardi? Playboy Cardi dropped and the, the, the Baby dropped, like, a eight-track EP. Uh-huh. So I didn't hear, uh, oh, actually I did hear it. Um, so the baby, I will say was, that was underwhelming in my opinion. I think the hip hop community overall shares the same feeling. Um, but at the same time, it was, wasn't really anything new for me. It kind of just sounded like a compilation of like throwaway bonus tracks and you just kind of do it out there. Um, me personally, I'm kind of over that same flow um not to say it's bad i think i just don't find much replay value in it the song sure, with future sure. i i actually like the song with future um but for me it, it just didn't seem like anything i really wanted whereas playboy cardi um i think it was just that one song may so this past weekend uh, when i was sipping by myself uh, i decided to put on the video and try to be as objective as possible okay um and then in the beginning of the video i'm like what the fuck is this oh no actually i heard it on spotify first because they they released it thursday night and i quickly skimmed through i'm like this is some generic shit video came out i always feel like the video might make you feel a different way about a song and, and after i watched video, it his videos usually are fire mm -hmm. So the video, I didn't have too much going on, but like artistically, it was still kind of dope. I had like the LED lights in the room and everything. And I was like, I actually like this shit. And I replayed it um, multiple times. It kind of reminded me of Young Thug when I first heard Young Thug way mm -hmm. back when. Okay. It was kind of like this inaud inaudible crooning thing going on that didn't, you couldn't hear the words, but you, it sounded good, I guess. Um, 
so from that perspective i'm like i could see why people like him because it's just it's just different it's you know typical swaggy shit over a good beat um so I, i'm not gonna go as far as to say like he's one of the dopest out but i think i my appreciation for his music um grew a little bit because i listened to magnolia right after saw the video and i'm like oh this shit is hot that so, video was fire bro like yep. him like just shooting a gun on like in the middle of harlem i'm like yep. bro fuck? <laughs> yep and riding with uh asap rocky and like running away from the police and shit um so it was dope uh i still don't really understand the whole cult aspect of it but i can see why people like him now so for me i haven't so i didn't check out the baby yet so i'm gonna give that maybe my next run i'll give it a try um also because i feel like both of us we didn't give kirk the love it deserved and then like a month later we both loved it so this also may grow on us to be perfectly honest but again i haven't heard it yet so i may be in the same exact boat as you come you know end of the week um dude i hated play mccarty's fucking song like <laughs> I, I heard it like five times um back to back to back to back just trying to give it a second like a third and fourth fifth chance like dude does nothing for me um like i'm always one that you know i always get on people who say like i hate mumble rap um when they like say migos and little uzi vert like i don't think that's mumble rap bro i legit could not understand <laughs> anything that he was saying that's why i said you got to listen to the the, the slow, slow version yeah because he sounds if you listen to that he sounds i'm not kidding you not literally like future which okay uh, and i'll, I'll check what you sent me bro because oh, yeah. i'm telling you bro i could not like i know there's like a part that says bitch ass nigga <laughs> but like besides that bro like i could not understand anything i was just like yeah. what is happening bro like is and then i think and then i, like, I overthink this it's like a cabin fever like you start overthinking everything i'm like does he call it meh to troll us and be like, yo, we're gonna say this is the best shit out, even though it's actually meh. You know, yeah. he's like, like, is it like, is he fucking with us right now? Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, I feel like there's there's always some sort of, uh, I, I feel like a lot of things are intentional, including that. Cause I was like, if I go to the comments, I'm sure people are gonna be like, oh, this song's meh or tag meh or, or something. I don't know what he was trying to get from it, but. Um, yeah, maybe he was just like, yo, this shit is whatever, but people are going to rock with it. I don't know. But yeah, the, again, his, his, part. his fans love it. I'm sure he's going to pop up on the top 100 somewhere. But, bro, I legit Sunday or Saturday, I heard it like four or five times in a row, bro. I was like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> absolutely fucking not, bro. Like, I'm a Drake fan. I know Drake fucking shot him out. But, like, bro, that's that ain't that ain't for me, dog. Like, it's just yeah. it's it's just not for me. I think I was like, go, go ahead, go ahead. no, I was going to say, I think the reason why I wasn't as hard on him is because even with Young Thug, I think Young Thug's developed more, but I feel like way back then he was the same way where like you didn't understand a goddamn word he was saying. Now you can hear most of it, I think, but I remember at one point it's just like, what the fuck is going on? He was the poster child of like literally not understanding what, what he's saying. Yeah, especially that song we have with Rich Homie Quan. But it sounded good and it was like cool. What was, what was that song? What was, uh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, but what I will say is a dope album. Um, I've never heard of these cats before. Um, as far as adjusting your ear, you're gonna have to adjust your, your listening ear because it's 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 modern day production over some like rhyming style of like the early to mid 90s uh the album is called pray for paris by west side gun 
Yeah, bro. I heard I heard of that. I haven't listened to it yet though. Bro, very good. Like has a couple cool features from uh Benny the Butcher, Tyler Creator, Joey Badass. Um like dope fucking like rappers. Like yeah, this is uh this is like a rapper's rapper's like album. You know what I mean? This is some shit like probably like Jay-Z or Talib Kali like will bump all day long. But it took me I had to listen to it like a couple times over because the flow, bro, legit sounds like some like old school nineties hip hop. And I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's like, if you're not prepared for that, you're like, yo, this is not, this is not what's popping right now, bro. But yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's dope, man. It's, it's actually a very good album. Uh, not my heat of the week, but definitely, if you have some time, because we all have fucking time now, check it out. Um, and it's just dope production, bro. Like the production quality on Pray for Paris is like very good. Nice. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I, I first heard about him when. Um, alchemist was he did like a live beat making session um okay. and or not beat making but he was playing some of the songs he had worked on i think west side gun uh benny the butcher and like schoolboy q or something were on one of the tracks um i don't think it's this album necessarily but um from that i did sense the the kind of 90s feeling of everything and it was kind of eerie yeah dude yeah, like how, it's like a mob deep wu-tang flow yeah like some super dark shit that will make you want to just rob somebody for no reason. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think they're like from Buffalo, New York, too. So like that's like the funny thing. Yeah. Buffalo? Yeah. Like I know like, nothing about it other than it's like in the outskirts where like nobody really claims, right? Yeah, it's or, like it's upstate New York. You might as well be Canada. Yeah. That's hilarious because they sound like they're deep, uh, you know, living under a bridge and fucking. Yeah, like Queens. I think like, when you listen to you like your Queens Bridge, it's like. Brooklyn, Marcy, and it's like, nah, and they're from Buffalo. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, check that one out if you guys have some time. I'm gonna check out um, the baby just to give him a chance. Um, I'm not checking out Playboy Cardi until that album drops and we can I can like give it a proper run through because I can't hear that song like another time. <laughs> um, all right, bro. So before we get into heat of the week, let's go into let's get into the uh, the theory drop of the day. So what's your theory drop of the day? Uh. Not necessarily a theory, but something I sent you earlier that I think is a question in general. So obviously, as you know, we're dealing with this COVID crisis, um, which inevitably means people are questioning the government. Um, but I think when these, uh, you know, crises happen, people also question God, his motives, the existence of God, etc. So we're just curious on your take as well as the listeners take on, you know, how f people feel about that, because I think s some of the the general consensus for those folks is, you know, why would God let this happen? Um, I don't know if you've seen that that preacher who's like uh, that white dude who's who's um, essentially filthy rich, flies private jets and everything. And he's claiming to like cure COVID by, you know, through the word of God and stuff like that. Oh, really? So for some people, the question is how how can people like him thrive, um, you know? But the followers um, of Christ or that church, or, you know, their lives are still in shambles. Um, you know, a lot of catastrophic events happen in the house of God. So I think there's a lot of just things that I guess make people question whether or not there's really a higher power looking for us, whether it be the government or God um, or any of that. Yeah, dude, so as a Christian, um, and again, I haven't read the Bible 
know, cover to cover. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going through the Proverbs right now. Um, but as a Christian, one, we can't question God when things are going bad, when we never question him. This is what I've been logically trying to do in my own mind. Like, again, logically, right? Because I never met the dude, right? So what yeah. I've tried to like, uh, in my mind, I'm like, it's not fair to question God when things go bad, when you never question him when all the other amazing things in your life happen, right? Yeah. So there is, you know, you're 30, I'm 31. We probably have a combination of close to 27 years of fucking nothing but amazingness happen. And then we, we're going to get mad about the one or two things that kind of make our life inconvenient. Yeah. So I feel like that's not fair. And then I think there's shit like this in the Bible where it states that like God kind of lets the world kind of reap like there's plagues and, you know, you know, shit like that. It just happens to kind of just make people value life in a better perspective and understand that some of the things that you are doing isn't the right way of going about life. So I need to let this happen, right? I'm not gonna intervene, I'm gonna just let this one play out. And while this is happening, the world that you guys, that I gave you, that you're destroying, I'm gonna let that heal and blossom, which we're also seeing as, as the, the entire world is just perfect mm -hmm. um, right now, as far as from like an environmental standpoint. Right. So, Again, bro, I, I get it. Like, I, it's, it's an easy way. Like, if you're, what I mentioned, like, about my mom, like, where I really found peace in my faith is, like, if you don't believe in the in the word of God, these are the moments where you run away from it. And you're like, mm -hmm. bro, this, fuck you. You're not looking out for me. Like, this is bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I just lost my cousin, my sister, my mom to COVID. My best friend just lost his job. Like, why are you letting this happen? But you have to have faith that like there's a reason behind this and maybe yeah. the reason makes sense right now but there's a lesson behind it but what i will say even though that's what i believe there's also the, the bible also talks about phony people or people who pretend to preach the word of god mm -hmm. who are just out for themselves yeah there's plenty of pastors bro that i stopped following stopped watching their sermons because i no longer felt comfortable with the way they're like trying to take advantage of people who are in a very vulnerable spot, right? Mm -hmm. So there on CNN, there was one guy who was telling the churches to give the church their stimulus checks so they can like use it for like work duty, which is like, all right, if you can afford it, but like if that's the only money this family has, how dare you even ask them for that, right? Yeah. And then if you're saying some guy's claiming to be the cure of COVID, I mean, again, that's, I feel that's irresponsible, right? Yeah. And then you're, 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 painting a poor picture of what God is actually trying to do in our lives. So the same way I have faith, I'm fully aware because the Bible says there's going to be plenty of false prophets out there that pretend to be of God, but really are only out there for their own um, lucrative, you know, purposes. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And when I hear that sort of thing, because um, I'll admittedly, or I admittedly, um, I guess, I think like everyone, when they get older, they kind of question authority or like why things are the way they are. Um, I was born Christian as well. Um, and obviously that was largely or completely influenced by my parents and just my family history and everything. Um, but over time, I think what began to bother me was like the hypocrisy, not only in the church, but just in people period. Uh, and just seeing how evil spirited they could be but you know one day of the week claimed to be yeah, an yeah, angel sure. yeah. Um, 
But at the same time, I don't think that should take away from someone believing in the values and stuff that they preach. Um, for me, I think I've become more spiritual rather than like adhering to a, spe a specific religion in the sense that over time I wasn't necessarily comfortable with, you know, XYZ person telling me like, hey, this is how everything happened. This is what you have to do. Um, I think I made it more of like a, an intimate relationship between me and whatever that power is um, without necessarily telling someone like, hey, this is uh, the right way you should do things, which is why I always found it crazy when people will like protest anything from like gay marriage to interracial relationships or whatever it is because they claim their book says it's not right. Right. Um, yeah, to your point, I think struggle definitely is can kind of pave the way for something much greater. So I would never say like, oh, because something bad happened, like that's proof that, um, you know, a high power doesn't exist or he's, you know, slacking on the job. I think people need to remember that um, kind of we're supposed to figure this shit out on our own, I guess. Um, so hopefully even with this COVID situation, I think we'll see some some good things come out of it, even if it's hard to, to tell what that is right now. I mean, like you and I mentioned, I think a few episodes ago, like we're interacting with people we might not interact with as often. Yeah. We might reevaluate like shit that you're wasting time doing before, or you maybe you found a new uh, hobby that you know you fell in love with. So I I think there's always a, usually a good side to every um, obstacle or whatever the case is. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that, bro. And it's like, again, if you're if you're on the fence about religion, this is probably the time where a lot of people are gonna go and run away from it, right? Because they don't, you know, they're like, what what the hell is going on? But like, I feel like if you're already like in your faith before this, it's like, all right, this is just something I have to endure. I'm gonna learn from this. Um, but yeah, man, that does suck. There's plenty of false prophets out there, bro. That are like. Give me your money, give me all this, and then you see them driving around in Maybach, and I'm like, bro, what? Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Like, well, yeah, it's, it's wild. And he said on the on the interview, the reason why he has a private jet is so that he can spread the word more quickly. Because if he's in economy on like a regular ass flight, then there will be delays, and you know people won't be healed as quickly, and all kinds of extra shit. Nah, bro, it's wild. You have a bunch of fucking extra income that's not taxed because you're a non-taxable organization, and now mm -hmm. you're. Again, bro, like talking about these theories, bro, like you could, there's a lot of things that will make you question the church. But it, again, I, I don't question God, right? I, I, so if you want to question the church, it's more so like, all right, who's running this church? Like, do I really support the way they live their life? Mm -hmm. But as far as God itself, bro, like, again, you, you just need to find the right pastor that gives you the right bridge to understand his, uh, his message better. Yeah. Um, and then, dude, my theory of the day is nothing crazy, but it's more so like, as we get further and further down this rabbit hole and, you know, cabin fever being the, I feel like the appropriate title for this episode because it's like, we all have fucking cabin fever right now. It's like, bro, like I'm stuck in the middle of two things where like one, I don't want to come across as a hypocrite, but like one, we're in the convenient position of having a job, having a steady paycheck, right? Like you're not, like I can order a, a non-essential item on the internet and have no guilt because I'm like, I already have my money aside for the month. I already paid for my groceries. Like, I'm good. 
So when the government's like, yo, we need to open the government, open everything up, open everything up. I'm like, yo, chill, like, bro, like, chill. Like, what are we doing, man? And then I read something that I actually posted today about like the, the Spanish flu pandemic and how like we were so eager to open everything up that we made it even worse by like throwing a parade and then everyone like in Philadelphia got fucking sick and died from this shit, right? So I'm like, bro, like, can we just like learn from our mistakes from the past and like not be so eager to just open this shit up? But then I'm also on the other side, like, yo, I got friends, you know, losing their jobs, like go, getting furloughed having no idea how they're going to cover next month's rent if like nothing happened in like as far as America as a whole um and I'm like damn like I get it dude like if we have to open shit up like all right so I sometimes I find myself even hoping that this thing about like the corona rona covid whatever is a hoax in a sense where like maybe it's not that bad you know what I mean so when my friends and family members go back to work like they'll be safe bro because i'm like it just seems as you know trump is being more aggressive with this shit that he's gonna find out make a way for shit to open up way before than we think it should be so that's where i just i just find myself like trying to understand these theories and like i'm like right in the middle of like bro like chill like we're good like all right i'll be home for one more month but then i'm like bro like i know people bro. like my best friends i'm talking to every day are like bro like I need to go to work. Like you don't understand. Like yeah. I need to go to work. So mm -hmm. it's just a, it's just a weird spot. I wonder if you see yourself like kind of on one part or the other, or just like also like right there in the middle. Yeah, for me, I'm like, uh, to your point, I, I mean, I'm still collecting a check, which is ninety percent of what I had been getting paid before. Um, definitely not, you know, having to buy all kinds of crazy shit. So. I'm good financially, but I do have friends who either work in the food industry or uh, for companies that rely on, let's say, foot traffic and stuff like that. So they, while they might be making income here and there, they're not getting the same amount of tips or customers that come in. So I'm sure they're they're strapped as far as cash goes. And um, on my side of things i'm like yeah like i could wait till june or july or whatever the case is like more time for me to do fun shit like learning korean or whatever yeah, yeah. for them you know they they might not be able to last another month and still pay rent or i don't know how long this rent delay stuff is gonna happen or whatever the case is if the government even has enough um to continue financing us for let's say the rest of the year so I guess I would have to leave it to the experts to figure out, you know, because some of the other countries, um, I think maybe Korea, already kind of have normalized their daily life in it, at least from what I can tell from what my girl tells me, what she sees in pictures, people are out at restaurants and shit and seem to be fine. Um, so if that's the case, you know, maybe they, they just figure out a way to roll this out in waves just so that people can get back to work at least. Um, yeah, dude. And then similar to when we first started things, maybe we just only ban, you know, meetings and stuff that exceed like 20 people or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's crazy. And then that other side. So first of all, one thing, dude. Like, so it's, I, I just thought about thought about this right now. But dude, it must be fucking terrible in LA. Think about all those people who moved to LA and like, all right, I'm gonna serve, like, as a bartender, waitress, 
and then go get a fucking job as an actor. You know, like, bro, both those things are gone right now. So, yeah. like, you are fucked. Yeah. Wow, I just thought about that shit, bro. That's fucking yep. a bad spot to be in. Yeah, we got a lot of those. Um, even, like, I know a couple people that are musicians who kind of do that shit on the side. And especially with, like, Ubers and stuff. I think Uber's still a thing. Well, I think that say. Uber is is actually okay. I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not an Uber driver. I don't know. But I think they're kind of in a good spot because Uber Eats is, dude. They're fucking killing it right now, bro. Like, okay. so I think they're just taking food to one spot to the other as opposed to taking yeah. customers from one spot to the other. Yeah. So maybe that's that's a solid alternative. I'm sure they got a surge in signups if that is the case. Um, but yeah, those, you know, people. I don't really know what they're going to do other than have to rely on unemployment and, and just figure things out yeah dude but this shit can have you like rethinking your entire life choices bro like you mm -hmm. fucking say you're a fucking gorgeous girl in montana who wants to be a fucking actress or a singer you go mm -hmm. to la you've been making decent money to cover rent but you know the the acting jobs aren't there yet and then you're like dude do i just stay here do i go back home like yep. you know what i mean like yeah like each your alternatives are all jobs that can't be work from home friendly right but you could do only fans i'm not promoting like showing <laughs> the pussy for 20 bucks but i i'm really curious how those girls are doing because you know dudes are at home bored as hell i'm sure i actually had somebody ask me if i had an only fans account because you wanted to use it if i did um and i was like no what the fuck but clearly it was on his mind so maybe maybe that those only fans chicks are thriving uh again if you i'm my point that even told friends of mine like this is not the time to have an ego if you need a paycheck to pay for whatever you need to there's you can do it like you can go work at cvs they're hiring you know your local super like people are hiring yeah. um but it's just funny to me how like, not funny it's sad to me how like people legit have like before this made like life-changing decisions to move to certain cities for a certain industry mm. um and now they're just fucking like dude what like do i like questioning their entire life yeah so again i'm 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 heartbroken for them but i'm also then you realize like all this shit we fucking complain about with our own jobs we're like bro we're fucking so blessed right now like mm -hmm. like dude i can deal with the million meetings like if this means i can still keep my job and you know, not have to reevaluate my entire life and like question what the fuck am I gonna do to cover rent next month? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, bro. So, heat of the week, and then we'll go into uh, closing topics. So, what is uh, yeah. your heat of the week? Heat of the week. Um, so, I discovered this this dude. I want to say he's from LA. Uh, his name is Simba with a Y. Um, and the song is called uh, Birds in the Bando. Birds um, in the bando? Yeah, birds in the bando. Uh, and then birds is spelled... No, no, birds is spelled properly. Birds in the bando by Simba. Um, okay. As I mentioned, I believe he's an LA artist. Uh, but it has a really, like, gritty, like, pseudo New York sound, similar to, like, how Schoolboy Q's beats are. Okay. Uh, just oh. kind of like that grimy flow. Really talented. Kind of reminds me of, uh, at least, like, skillfully... Uh, like a, a j cole or kendrick like hybrid like just li clearly a lyricist but also makes it fun so you know somebody okay, who's like yeah. a casual listener might have fun uh another song he released um not too long ago was called serve uh again similar vibe very like gritty boom bap like hard-hitting 
track. Uh, so I'll definitely check him out. I think he'll he'll be big uh, sometime soon. Very nice, very nice. So you said his name is say his name one more uh, time. Simba with the Y. Simba with a Y. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I thought you said Samba like that. Like that. I think he's a good. Oh uh, no no. Case. That uh, um, you're talking about that dude who kind of sounds like Pharrell who does that kind of shit. Yeah, but he just sings though. He's like on yeah. like very eclectic beats. I think Drake yep. had him a couple times. He's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's soul about, type yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I have a symbol with a lot. Yep. Bro, so I don't have a heat of the week. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've really been focusing on, like, work from home, chilled out vibes kind of music. So, like, mixes. Uh-huh. So, um, Soulection. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of them. So, they're like a they sound familiar. Yeah, Soulection. Um, I mean, the listeners probably know about this, but they've been on SoundCloud forever and YouTube. Um, but I guess, you know, trying to find more ways to, you know, sh- you know, make money off streaming, uh, Apple actually, um, they just got on Apple right now as well. They might be on Spotify, so check it out. So it's soul lection, all one word, but dude, it's phenomenal mixes, bro. Like fucking phenomenal mixes. Like, and the, the, the premise behind it, it's like very soulful beats, but then you'll fucking hear some trap lyrics on one thing. Um, Again, it's your favorite artist. Like they just do a really good job mixing it up. So like, this is the kind of music if you were out at a lounge where it's not rowdy, but you can like just sip on a good fucking drink and just like talk. But you'd be like, damn, the DJ's playing that shit. Uh-huh. Like this is the kind of vibe that is fucking phenomenal. So nice. if you have some time this weekend and you just want to have like a chilled out vibe, but like have a drink in hand or smoke, bro. Selection, dude. They have 453 different episodes to choose from, bro. They've been doing shit forever. So. Yeah. It is, yeah, they have like, they always bring like a random DJ on top of their like house, like their normal uh, mainstay DJs. Um, I've listened to them on SoundCloud for like three or four months now, um, but I saw they just got put on Apple Music like during this whole like pandemic. So I guess they're trying to find other ways to make income since they can't go and perform other places. So yeah, yeah Selection, it should be available everywhere, but it's definitely available on SoundCloud. Um, and if you have Apple, it's available on Apple Music too. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because during the day, at least when I'm working, I prefer to listen to stuff like that. So, should yeah, be, uh, it's super chill, bro. Like, like be in the background because sometimes that's why I hate listening. Like, I can never listen to like if you told me to listen to the baby tomorrow during my shift, like, yeah. bro, I can't, bro. Like, I'm working, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. have time to fucking be like, oh, what did he say? Yeah, like, I feel like, <laughs> but if I could just hear like a dope beat in the background, like, know the song, kind of, I'm like, oh, that's this is chill. I can, I, I can work and just focus and do this, right? Um, Yo, but besides that, anything uh, you want to touch upon before we dip? Uh, no, I think that should wrap it up for me at least. What about you? Uh, dude, so for me, I'll post the picture. I always, which I think it's here. Um, I'll send it to you, dude. So I got a haircut on Saturday, so I trusted wifey with the, with the clippers that I ordered from Amazon. Yeah, bro, she did a great job. So before the haters jump in in the comments and say, bro, you're losing your hair. It can't be that hard. First of all, suck my dick. And then second of all, yo, this shit's not simple, bro, because you still got to fade in like parts of it and then ease into the top and then leave a little bit on the top. So my hairline is still present, which it is. So this shit wasn't easy, bro. And like she did a phenomenal job. So shout out to Sarah, who I'm going to like, dude, if she, I'm going to give her one more chance next week to do it again, bro. If she can keep doing this shit for me, bro, like that's $60 a month I'm saving in haircuts. That's what, $720 a month, a year? Bro, I'm fucking, like, I'm just finding money, bro. So, like, like this is a, a come up for sure. 
Uh, I'm gonna do the beard myself though, but yeah, I was I was thoroughly impressed at how she fucking nice. came through with the with yeah. the hair. Yeah. But on a second note about hair, I just so like I pretty much given up on like hair regrowth shit because I'm like, bro, it's not gonna work. I tried Rogaine, didn't work. Bro, two years ago, I took. You ever heard of Hims? Like the commercial for Hims? Yeah, yeah. Bro, so the that shit has different effects for different people. My hair did. I started seeing growth like around month three, but bro, around month two, dude, my dick was not working. Like I'm not gonna even <laughs> lie, bro. My dick was not working. Damn. So I was like, bro, I'm 28, 29. This cannot be a problem right now. You know what yep. I mean? So like. I had to give that shit up, so I was like, bro, I'm done with this shit, and, like, the surgeries that, like, Tory, Tory Lanez all have is fucking expensive as shit, I'm like, I'm not doing that, bro, so I have one more thing that I ordered this past week called, like, Black Luxury Hair, um, because my hair is, like, kind of nappy, so I'm like, alright, it might, it might work, uh-huh. so I'm trying that one more, so maybe by episode 50, I might have the waves going, so nice. watch out for that, but until then... I got Sarah hooking it up with the uh, with the razor blade and the and the machine from Amazon. So dope. Yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll try to get my wifey to to cut it, but she wasn't successful last time, so we'll see. But that yeah, would save me a lot of money because she, Sarah used to cut her brother's hair when they were kids. Oh, okay. So like I was surprised how like she didn't know the numbers like hey this is a three this is a two this is a one yeah. so I taught her that. But as far as like just like the proper mechanics, like it was easy. So yeah. But dude, well, maybe that'll it's be a new one. Like I didn't have that much hair, but dude, like this side for me, like grows so fast and so thick, uh-huh. bro. I clogged like the drains. I was <laughs> like, bro, this is bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it looks like how it always normally does when you get it uh, shaped dude, up. So dude, I sent my barber the like the picture of it, and he was like, "Damn, I lost a customer." I'm like. Nope. <laughs> you didn't even try to like win back the yeah, business. I didn't, even, I didn't even soften up for him. I'm like, nah, we'll see, bro. Hit me up when you open. Uh-huh. He's like, yo, just so you know, I'm still cutting in my house. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to your house. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. That's all I got. So, episode 25, Cabin Sorry. Fever. We're uh, we're in this shit together, people. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, comment, subscribe, share. You know, do what you have to do to spread the word. Uh, we're gonna keep giving you all kinds of theories um, over the uh, over the episodes to come. For sure. All right, man. Peace.